0: Everybody should definitely come to Baltimore. We have a way of speaking to each other through food. It's really renewed for me, my love of what I do. It's going to take something far stronger than a pandemic to defeat us. All of these businesses are taking precautions to make sure that everyone is safe. We're ready. See what we've got going on. Plan your visit at Baltimore.org. Can accept it or be stupid and be a skeptic. Unconceivable, unbelievable. <laughs> Unidentified flying an object. I want to welcome to the first of four bonus episodes of the i want to believe podcast i'm nomar Nana. I'll tell you in a sec, but first, oh, what the fuck, everybody, a pandemic, stay at home orders, maybe coming to an end, maybe not protesters, the president rallying every night, disinfectant injections, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. And that's already a lot. You really don't need any of my comments on it. It's just, it's wild. And I just want everyone to stay safe and healthy. If you're an essential worker or in the medical industry in any way, be safe and know that you're loved. All right, let's move on. A quick reminder that all of our I Want to Believe social media and email are in the show notes. You can watch my documentary Otherworldly Amore on Amazon Prime right now. DVDs are available. Also, I have a new book that we are trying to get funded for self-publishing. It is called Granite Skies, A Disconcerted Journey Through the Unknown. A GoFundMe link for that book and everything else is in the show notes. Okay, I thought it only appropriate that our first bonus episode of Season 3, that we dip back into that special Brent Swanser well at Mysterious Universe and talk about the Beverly Hills curse. Stop! Imagine living somewhere that on a daily basis gives you the chills. Waking up knowing that it's not just the residents that inhabit the town, but something or a group of someone else's that are unseen. Things that haunt the town and you. Sitting between the cities of Los Angeles and West Hollywood is Beverly Hills. Starting as a humble Spanish lima bean ranch back in the early 1900s, the city has gone on to blossom and be glamorized, held up as a shimmering place of movie stars, models, and the image of wealth and opulence. It is a place of palm trees, sun, and stars, but it also holds some rather eerie pieces of lore, and one of those is a place that is said to be possibly infused with with dark, insidious forces that lash out to claim victims. Now I may take a hit here, and, and that's okay. I have no problem admitting that I am a fan of the television show Beverly Hills 90210. I love Brandon, Kelly, David, all of them. I'm not typically a fan of soap operas, but for some reason I was infatuated with the kids at West Beverly High. Rest in power to Luke Perry. But I don't know, there's just something about it. Perhaps the curse is calling me. At first glance, the corner residential area between North Whittier Drive and North Linden Drive looks pretty much like any other upscale, well-to-do neighborhood in Beverly Hills. The houses are big, the cars are nice, and it seems like it would be a pretty good place to live if you could afford it. But that unassuming corner of the city has a long-running string of high-profile tragedies, freak accidents, and murders. It's such a small area that it seems to defy mere coincidence and some have qualified it as Cursed Land. It seems like the awakening of evil in this normally glitzy, elegant place began back in 1946. It was in this year that billionaire business tycoon, philanthropist, aviator, filmmaker, and well-known eccentric Howard Hughes took off in his XF-11 plane on a flight over the Los Angeles area. Hughes was a seasoned pilot, and this was to be a routine flight, but as he approached Beverly Hills, he experienced engine troubles and decided to come in for an emergency landing at the Los Angeles Country Club. However, despite his piloting expertise, he was unable to make his target and instead came down right into the residential area and crashed spectacularly into a row of houses on Whittier Drive. Hughes survived the accident, but he suffered injuries and burns that would haunt him throughout his life. It also seemed odd that such a renowned pilot on a routine flight should come down to smash right into the middle of Beverly Hills. Now, a bit more background on that, he, he was a good pilot, but he took risks, and this was one of the maiden voyages on an aircraft that was rushed into production. Just pointing out that's probably the cause of the crash. But could this crash have been the catalyst? to a cursed location? Well, let's see. The next incident in the same area would have a more tragic end. Just a year later in 1947, the violent death of an infamous gangster, Bugsy Siegel occurred. Benjamin Siegel was born on February 28, 1906 in Brooklyn, New York. There, along with childhood friends, Meyer Lansky and Morris Moe Sedway, Siegel began a criminal career extorting local street vendors in exchange for protection from other gangs in the area. Fellow gang members started calling him Bugsy, a slang term for crazy at the time, due to his violent temper. On June 20th, 1947, Siegel was sitting on a chintz sofa in the living room of his mistress Virginia Hill's home in Beverly Hills. At 10.45 p.m. from a rose-covered pergola just 14 feet from Bugsy, a 30 caliber military rifle fired at least nine shots at the mobster. Siegel was hit by five of the nine bullets twice in the head to blow his eye right out of its socket and send him sprawling out onto the floor of the mansion, dead. The shooter escaped, was never caught, and both the killer's identity and the actual motive remain unsolved to this day. Rather spookily, this murder happened right across the street from where Hughes crashed his plane. The year before. The supposed curse, though, would lie dormant for a couple of decades and then rear its head again when another of the city's high profile tragedies would hit right there on the same road as both of the previous incidents. In 1966, William Jan Barry and Dean Torrance were known as the popular music duo Jan and Dean. At that time in 1966 they were at the height of their popularity the twosome are said to be true pioneers of the vocal surf music styles that would later be popularized by the beach boys and are perhaps most famous for their hits surf city drag city and Dead Man's Curve that you just heard. This last one would be rather prophetic in retrospect. On April 12, 1966, Jan was driving to a business meeting not far from the real Dead Man's Curve on Whittier Drive, near the intersection of Sunset Boulevard in Beverly Hills. The musician was driving along in his Corvette when he somehow managed to smash at full speed into a parked truck, receiving horrific head trauma that would put him into a coma for the next two months. Although he would survive and eventually return to music, his injuries left him permanently disabled with partial paralysis of his right arm. The crash occurred within one block of where Hughes had crashed and Siegel had been murdered. Was this a dark coincidence or something more? In 2010, there was a mysterious death of entertainment publicist and Academy Awards director Ronnie Sue Chasen, who had represented some of the biggest names in Hollywood. On November 16, 2010, Chasen was driving home from the premiere of the film Burlesque and found herself passing the corner of Sunset and Whittier when she was fired upon by an unidentified assailant in what is thought to have been a random act of violence. She slammed on the accelerator after being hit and rammed her vehicle into a street light. She died on scene. The wrecked car would come to rest just across the street and slightly to the right of the home where Bugsy Siegel was murdered, and also practically right next to where Jan crashed his car, and where Hughes had crashed his plane. It is a bit odd that these various freak accidents and strange unsolved deaths, all of which comprise some of the worst and highest profile tragedies in Beverly Hills history, should happen within this one confined spot. But is it just dark coincidence or is there something more sinister at work? The area, which has come to be rather ominously known as the Beverly Hills Triangle, has been claimed by some psychics and paranormal investigators to be brimming with the negative energy and an overwhelming sense of pain and suffering. So could there be something about this place that draws tragedy to it? Well, whatever the case may be, this one corner of the most upscale and wealthiest cities in California remains a dark piece of lore. Thank you for listening. I'm Nomar Slavik. The flavor of these new Dunkin' Coconut Refreshers you get says a lot about you. Really? What's it say about me? Well, you got the refreshing golden peach because you're vibrant, fun, and positive. Oh, huh. what about me? The bold purple pomegranate means you're vibrant, fun, and positive. I take it I got this delicious pink strawberry because I'm vibrant, fun, and positive. Yeah, it's a simple system, really. Share the shine. Enjoy a medium Dunkin' Coconut Refresher for $3. Order ahead plus earn rewards. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer includes classic Dunkin' Refreshers.